This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wongal people and the Yagara Turrbal peoples. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Strap in. Buckle up. It's story time, folks. This is Australiana Rama. Morning. This episode may contain coarse language. We can't quite remember. But it definitely contains giant sauropods. Ooh. And a whole bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, Jess. Hello, Maddie. Great to see you. So good to be seeing you. Um, yeah. What a it's great to be back. It's great mm. to be back. What a time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and you're feeling better. Yes, yes, I am recovered. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, dear. Um, thank you, listeners, for bearing with us. Sometimes these things happen and, uh, you know, we're a team of two. So, like, when one goes down, we're down. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, anyway. anyway. Um, today we're going to talk about dinosaurs in Australia. You. Yeah. It's exciting. Cue Jurassic Park theme song, if mm-hmm. it wasn't copyrighted. Here on the podcast, big nerds. Yes, I recently went to the Australian Age of Dinosaur Museum Experience site, all of those things, out in Winton in Queensland, and I was like, it's time. It's time to talk about dinosaurs in Australia because we have our own unique set of dinosaurs that aren't anywhere else in the world, which is very cool. That is very cool. Yes. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I love dinosaurs. Are you in your themed Jeep? I wish. One day when I get my driver's (laughs) license. (laughs) Are you wearing some form of khaki and linen or denim? I've got a denim button-up shirt on at the moment, actually, so I'm I'm ready. I'm wearing a linen button-up shirt and it wasn't intentional. Anyway. Mm. um, We are Laura Dern. I literally, as, you, it, as about to say, like someone the other day at my place of work was like, oh, you're in your Laura Dern outfit today. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, whenever you wear that outfit, I think of Jurassic Park. I like, <laughs> God <Thank> bless. <laughs> uh, okay. Great. So this land that you and mm-hmm. I are standing on, recording on right now, used to be Gondwana or Gondwana land, mm-hmm. a supercontinent, big, big, big mm. continent. How uh, big? Big time big. It was 100 million square kilometres big, about mm-hmm. one-fifth of the Earth's surface. There we go. That big. helps. That helps yes. for context. Yes. Mm. Um, it was actually the largest piece of continental crust during the era in which it existed about 550 million years ago. Sure. That is a long time. And it included mm-hmm. like what we know as today as South America and Africa, India, Antarctica, and Australia among like, you know, all of the islands among that as well. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And it started to break up during the Jurassic period which was about Mm -hmm. 180 million years ago okay Mm -hmm. so the dinosaurs we will be talking about today um 
are from the Mesozoic era, which is, you know, the dinosaur era, but that's broken down into the three periods, which is Triassic, Jurassic, and I can never say this one right. Cretaceous? I would say Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Mm. Yes. Which are all several hundred million years ago. Mm. So Australian dinosaurs are mostly fragmentary fossils, so we don't have many complete skeletons. It's pretty rare, but we also have some of the most complete sets of footprints That's in cool. the world. Yes, and you can go and see them in Winton. And part of the reason why we have some of the most complete sets of things like footprints and also like um, swimming prints, so like, you know, like a little – like pretend like it's an alligator, but it's a dinosaur and it's mm. swimming across the bottom of the creek and its little belly is like, oh, like we've got those kinds of things, which is really cool. And part of the reason why we have those in Australia is that in the middle of what we now know as Australia was a giant ocean that covered mm. the bulk of the land that is land now today. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we have like really cool um, sediment fossils where you know like a dinosaur has walked somewhere and at a different you know and that's like stayed in the mud and that mud has stayed there and then that's been like covered at some point because of some kind of you know earth event where it's like volcanic or just temperature change or whatever and then another layer has come and then it's ocean so anyway it's really Mm. quite the, the fossils are quite diverse which is really cool that is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, most Australian dinosaurs come from the east coast or the eastern half, not the coast, sorry, of Australia, um, predominantly in Queensland but also in New South Wales and Victoria. Occasionally you'll find someone hanging out in Western Australia or South Australia um, or Northern Territory, but it's predominantly Queensland and co. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also like a lot of the dinosaurs that have been discovered have been, it's been quite recent that they've been discovered, like in the last 20, 30, 40 years, which means that Queensland is now kind of this global destination for research. And it's, they're kind of calling it like the new frontier for dinosaur research, which Mm. is why there's a few, you know, multi-million dollar tourist destinations and research centers popping up in the middle of the outback, which is really cool. Mm. Yeah. Most of the dinosaurs that we know existed in Australia that we've discovered are from the Cretaceous period. So the like the third period. Mm. Um, but we know that they would have existed in Jurassic. We just haven't found skeletal remains. Okay. Yet. Yeah, but there's other evidence. Um, that proves that and also kind of like relations you know like dna trees from other dinosaurs from other continents that we can kind of piece together and go okay so they've migrated and blah 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 but most of them are from the latter period that we know of so while the climate was warm and humid during the cretaceous period um australia being much more south than where it is now meant that it was much cooler Mm. than what it is now so picture a colder climate than what we know, except the uh, we we also had longer days as well. So like the yeah sun was out longer, mm. even though it was colder, and we had the sea in the middle of 
this land. So a very unique habitat compared Mm. to other places, which is why we have a unique biodiversity in Australia. Mm. So it all starts with the dinosaurs. Like now that we have marsupials, like we can actually track back to the dinosaur era and go, even our dinosaurs are kind of weird and not found elsewhere. Yeah, so a lot of yeah, so a lot of them like will look the same, and we'll go, oh, that looks like any old dinosaur. But actually, when they break down the trees of you know like the DNA trees and whatever, it's actually different. Its own thing, yeah, which is Mm. cool. The Australian Age of Dinosaur Museum in Winton is home to the largest collection of Australian dinosaur fossils in the world, and a lot of my information comes from there as well as a few other places. Great. All right. I have sent you a series of images. Yes, you have. (laughs) And we're going to talk about some of our friends. Great. (laughs) Yep. Would you like to pull up the first image and describe it for our audience? Okay. Well, it looks hilarious. (laughs) Um, There's a bit of a tree for context, so it seems like it's a little guy. Um, It's on all fours, kind of birdie. It looks like it's wearing a mask. It's got this its weird little face. It's kind of paler than the rest of it. It doesn't look like it has any teeth. It's got like a bit of a beak. It looks startled. Amazing. Mm. That is the Atlas Copcosaurus. Oh, yeah. Meaning Atlas Copco lizard. Mm -hmm. It does Uh, look like a lizard. uh, Yes. I mean, many of them are something, something lizard because mm. Saurus, but yes. Like a lizard but with bird feet. Yeah, 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 definitely. So she was found in 1984 at Dinosaur Cove, which is in Victoria. So there's this place called Dinosaur Cove because quite a few dinosaurs have been found mm. there and it's only accessible, well, parts of it are only accessible by sea. So that's, picture that, picture Jurassic yeah. Park but on a boat. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this this little fella uh, was a herbivore, so only ate planties and lived in the early Cretaceous era, so 121 to 97 million years ago. Mm. Yeah. Um, so this, this is like a photo. So am I yeah. to assume that the dinosaur like park place that you went to has a bunch of statues of dinosaurs. This one is not from the park that I went to, mm-hmm. but the park I went to absolutely did. Great. And we even got on buggies. It was like Jurassic Park. Like we got on buggies and then we went and drove through and looked at dinosaur statues. That's fun. And then we went into this room where they've preserved, yeah, some of the largest um, preservations of footprints ever in the world but yes when we got on the buggy I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but this is from elsewhere I actually cannot tell if it is a very good graphic rendering Mm. or a statue that is in a park somewhere (laughs) yeah that's it's I don't know it could go either way yeah yeah so she was about two to three meters long which this image is a bit deceptive Mm -hmm. and weighed about 125 kilograms okay yep was named by Tom Rich and Patricia Vickers Rich in 1989. And the name actually refers to the Atlas Copco Company, which is the company that provided the equipment for the dig that discovered the dinosaur <laughs> in 1984. Amazing. Yeah. And that dig revealed 85 fossil bone fragments 
of various species, but this was one that was discovered then. Wow. Yeah, and apparently this dig was quite significant um, and led to the place being called Dinosaur Cove and led to a bunch of other excavations. And yeah, I thought funding. Yeah, that there must be a reason for the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Atlas Copco helped um, excavate a lot of that area from mm. this point as well. So yeah, there you go. Mm. Next image. All right. Well, this one is like it's a beautiful drawing. It looks mm-hmm. like it could be. You know, just like a, a graphite pencil sketch, I guess. It's a big um, long boy. Yeah, big you know? long boy is correct. Elephant legs, long tail, big Very long, long swan tail. neck, little little head. And it's a, and standing around some ferns. Mm, the tail's got a bit of a bend in it too, which you don't often see mm. in a dinosaur that big. Uh, this is, and I'm going to get some of these wrong, okay? But this is the Ostrosaurus. Okay. Name meaning South Lizard. Okay. So Ostra, sorry, Australian dinosaur. Mm. Yeah. So this fella is one of the earlier dinosaurs found in Australia, um, at least, you know, by white settlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was discovered by Mr. H.B. Wade on the Clutha Station, I think it's pronounced, near Max Welton in North Queensland in 1932. And this bloke, HB, alerted the station manager, Mr. McKillop, who then showed his brother, who then sent them to the Queensland Museum. So mm-hmm. Mr. McKillop, like, traveled a very long way to help collect more bones and then they did a sketch and anyway so the Queensland Mm. Museum in Brisbane has this back and forth with this station and they realize that it's a pretty big deal Mm. they excavate a bunch of fossils and they arrive in Brisbane in 1933 and within a couple of months after some studies they realized that they they were the backbone of a long-necked sauropod dinosaur Wow. So this is an old drawing, an old sketch. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, this is a big deal. And Mm. so, yes, it's called the Ostrosaurus. And this particular like subspecies is called the Ostrosaurus McKillopy, which is named after Dr. McKillop. There you go. So it's the Dr. McKillop's southern reptile in the Mm -hmm. literal um, translation. So there were a couple of specimens that were found. One was named Clancy which was found in 1974, and then two more specimens were found. One was called Elliot after mm-hmm. the grazier that found it, and uh, his Elliot's mate, like we think it's Elliot's mate, his lady, was called Mary after Dr. Mary Wade, which okay. is cool. And they were Cute. found next to each other in a quarry in Winton. Oh. Yeah, pals. Well, that's sweet. Yep. Yeah. However... Clancy, mm. our first bloke that we just mentioned, was later reassigned as a different but similar species, which we'll oh. get to. Plot cool. twist. Yeah. So the original 1933 dig site was actually lost, so they put a sign up, which I've sent mm. you a photo of. Yes. Yes, you can see the old-timey. Mm. It's disputed as whether it was 1932 or 33, so on the sign it says 32. Mm, it does. But yeah, so I think it was found in 32 and then they did the dig in 33 mm. from what I've read in a few different places. But, yeah, so the site was lost and 
like people were like, we don't know where it is anymore. Like they just lost it. So in 2014, Stephen Poropat, who was studying the species, made it his mission to refind the site. Wow. And these are his own words. So <laughs> he's like, in 2014, I contacted Dr. Tim Holland, then curator at the Chronosaurus Corner Museum in Richmond, another dinosaur museum, mm-hmm. about relocating the site. So he was like, it's my mission. He went on Google Earth and by overlaying the 1933 map, marked a spot with an X on Google Earth and was like, this is the approximate area. What a clever clogs. Yeah. And then he says, thanks to David and Judy Elliott, co-founders of the Australian Age of Dinosaurs Museum Mm. in Winton. So he's getting all the dinosaur nerds on this. Yeah. I also knew that Wade and the McKillops had erected a sign supported by two wooden posts at the site, mm. as you can see in the photo. So what they did, Tim enlisted the help of the mayor of Richmond, mm-hmm. John Wharton, who had grown, he grew up in the area mm. and just happened to have access to a helicopter. Oh, yeah, as you do. And, yeah, helicoptered around to try and find the posts. Mm. And they found them. Great. Yeah. So he found them from the air and he landed and then he said that nearby he saw some rocks that contained fragments of sauropod bone. So he literally was like, here's the posts, here's more bone. (laughs) And he'd rediscovered the site. Mm. So this is in 2014. Yeah, and so since then, Stephen and a few other doctors as well have conducted multiple digs at the site and mm. they found ribs, they found other fragments, and they were, cre- they were able to create a much more complete picture of this dinosaur's life. Wow, good on him. Yeah, and it also led to them being like, oh, no, Clancy's a different dinosaur. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, the Ostrosaurus, big boy, uh, also a herbivore, also lived in early Cretaceous, uh, was about four metres tall at the hip and at the shoulder mm-hmm. and then much taller than that you know, with the neck and about 15 to 20 metres long. That's pretty big. And they estimate that they weighed about 16,000 kilograms, so 1.6 tonne. Wow. Because they were dense boys. Mm. It does look like it's got like really dense like legs. Yeah. yeah. And I guess you have to to have that. Something has to counterbalance the big neck, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so sauropods, this type of dinosaur, are the most commonly found in outback Queensland. Interesting. Um, But they've now been able to distinct yeah between the different species which is cool Mm. but they believe that a lot of them are related to each other but yeah the other mystery is that the ostrosaurus that was found in winton the original one would have been buried at the bottom of the sea Mm. the inland sea and they can't figure out how or why that happened but they were able to figure out that a huge part of its torso was not disturbed by scavengers, like sea creatures, like they didn't eat it. And they just haven't figured out how that's happened. Oh. So they're still in the process of piecing it all together, like how this guy ended up in the sea. Mm. Yeah. Probably not on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, poor bloke. (laughs) Yeah. So that's fun. Mm, Uh, Very fun. Next image. 
All right. Well, this one um, is standing on its back legs. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it goes to the gym. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you know, well. like the sort of bro that can't bring his hands together to clap. Yeah. <laughs> too much, too much peck work. Um, yes. Yeah. Chunky, but on bird legs. A slightly more svelte T-Rex. Yeah, that's a good Smaller way to say. Mm, yeah. Little kangaroo yeah. hands. Yeah. So this is the Fostoria dinosaur. Okay. Little beak. Named, yeah, named after Robert Foster who discovered the, the beer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And then the the specific locality name, which is Dimbungamul, means mm-hmm. sheepyard in the uh, local Indigenous languages of the mm-hmm. area from multiple groups of languages in the area, um, which is cool. So, yeah, we're starting to get a bit better at naming them as well. Which mm. is nice. And this one was named in 2019, so she's new. Ooh. Yeah, it was found in New South Wales, roamed the planet about 100 million years ago in the Cretaceous period like the other guys. Um was originally discovered in 1984 by Bob Foster, who was an opal miner who found vertebra in Lightning Ridge and it's like opalized. So all of these fossils are opal, which wow. is cool. Yeah, but he actually thought it was a horse hoof. Mm. So he didn't tell anyone about it, but then he kept finding more and more and more and he was like, this can't, this can't just be like a pile of horse hooves. It doesn't make any sense. And also like horses haven't lived in Australia long enough to be opalized because mm. they're, you know, imported from, yeah. yeah. Um, so then he was like, all right, I've got to find a paleontologist, which he does, and he goes to the Australian Museum in Sydney. They have a look and they're like, this is a dinosaur. But they weren't studied until 2015. Wow. So 30 years later. And so they kind of like bounced around between the Australian Opal Centre and the museum and they they now are permanently housed at the Australian Opal Centre, which is cool, and have since been studied and named only in 2019. Where's the Australian Opal Centre? In Lightning Ridge. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so they found parts of four skeletons, which is actually pretty significant, ranging from little babies to larger adults that they think were about five metres in length. Wow. Yeah. There are over 60 opalized bones. That is so cool. I didn't know that yeah. could happen. Opals are really cool. Yeah. And so the 60 opalized like 60 opalized bones were just from one adult dinosaur and Mm. then other fragments, including the brain case, which is pretty rare. Yeah, so they've got like part of the head, which Mm. is cool. Uh, And they also found bones from other animals as well that weren't necessarily dinosaurs. Mm. So, you know, the opal over time has collected a bunch of things and, Mm. yeah. It is the first dinosaur herd to be discovered in Australia. Wild. And the most complete opalized dinosaur skeleton in the world. It is a drawing of a herd. This yeah. lovely computer render. Yeah. So they can assume that they traveled in packs which, mm. and, in, and in family packs too, which is cool. Kind of like elephants. Mm. All right. Next image. All right. <laughs> this one. Um, <laughs> so there's a map of Australia with like a, a location pin. And yep. then there's a dinosaur which is like drawn over it. Um, 
which is quite comical to me. It's another yes. like long neck boy. Um, I wouldn't say that it's as beautifully rendered as the other long neck one. It's got a shorter tail. It's very. What is this? Um, it's got a shorter tail and a like a stupidly long neck. It's just like a really funny, funny drawing too. Yes, I'm gonna get this wrong. It's the Wintona Titan Watsai. Mm-hmm. Meaning, so Watts, which was the landowner who discovered the fossil, and Winton, which is the town where they found, like near where they found it, and Titan, which is Greek for giant. So it's Watts giant Winton dinosaur. All right. Yes. Um, who drew have, this? Not not me, but I have met one. If you'd like to look at the next photo. <laughs> Okay, so it looks like it's a picture of, I mean, there's blue sky, there's some dry-looking ground, there's a small woman um, (laughs) wearing some boots and some looks like khaki pants, maybe the shirt that you're currently wearing, a bit Uh, of a hat. Yeah, it is actually. Holding up a big leaf, um, pretending to feed a statue of a dinosaur. (laughs) Went on a titan, what size? There's a small one you're pretending to feed and there's a big one, which I assume you couldn't reach. Yeah. It really is a long neck. Yeah, longest neck ever. And then mm. like the, ba- the balance between the neck and the tail is kind of weird. Yeah, But yeah, weird. so this is like the Winton dinosaur. This mm. is the one that they're We'll put these photos for. on the Instagram, this one in particular, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my pride and choice. It's amazing. Photo. Yeah. Because um, if you squint, it looks very real. Anyway, mm. uh, this was also the day where someone walked up to me when I was at this museum and asked me where the bathrooms were. Yeah, you look like you. And I was like, I don't at work Jurassic here. Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very mm. funny, but yeah. So this dinosaur was found on um, Eldersley Station, which is near Winton in Queensland, in 1974 by Keith Watts, as we mentioned. He found the specimen and alerted the Queensland Museum as per usual and Dr. Mary Wade and Andrew Elliott collected the specimen. Um, He ended up donating it to the museum so they could study it properly. And then in 1981, a few other people described the partial skeleton as a new specimen of Ostrosaurus, Hmm. which was wrong. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the site was not revisited by paleontologists until 2004 when Dr. David Elliott was invited to look. And, um, yeah, he realised, anyway, they piece all these things together and in 2005 a bunch of surface material is collected and they start to look back at the other dinosaurs. You know the one we mentioned earlier, which was like, it's not actually that. So mm. people thought the Ostrosaurus and the Wintonotitan Watsai was the same thing. Mm. And so they then figure out that it's not. Um, in 2006, the Australian Age of Dinosaur Museum go to the site again and they conduct a larger excavation. They find more bones and then they augment the species again and they're like, oh, it is not the same dinosaur which mm. when you compare the photos, you can see that one has a long tail and a long neck but not that long, whereas this one has like a short-ish tail and a super, super, super yeah. long neck. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Very long. 
So old mate Clancy was renamed as one of these guys. There you go. Ostrosaurus. Mm. Yeah. And so then it was in 2015 um, they reassessed. Yeah, the winner. Anyway, it's a whole thing. And then there's also another dinosaur species, which you will get to, that also got caught up in this mix. Mm. Yep. You can see how it's confusing. If you've only got a couple bits of bone. Exactly. Exactly. No no one is Mm. to blame. Make it up. Do they have feathers? We don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Mr. Clancy is actually a fairly complete skeleton now which is cool well at least by australian dinosaur standards so Mm. he's got like a few vertebrae some rib fragments he's got some forelimbs and some shoulders and some hips so yeah that's pretty cool very cool yep yep um he was about 16 to 17 meters long 3.5 meters tall at the shoulder and then obviously taller at the neck and weighed about 20 tons hefty yeah. Yeah. Next photo. Ah, well, this one, um, they've done it in a pleasant green, which is nice. Mm. Nice mm-hmm. choice. Um, this one's a little bit different. Yeah, it looks it's more delicate for a dinosaur. It's got its yeah. little bird legs, smaller little arms. It just looks like a little lizard but on, like, tall bird legs, little head, and then a very long, long tail that goes into a point. Yeah, a little, little long pointy tail. Mm, very long. Yep. This is the Leolinosaura. Leolinosaura. Yeah. Cool. Leland's lizard. Mm. Yeah. So first discovered in Dinosaur Cove as well in Victoria. It was first described in 1989 and named after Leolin Rich, which was the daughter of an Australian paleontologist couple. Okay. Adorable. Tom Rich and Patricia Vickers Rich. How cool is that? That's very wholesome thank you yeah all of the names are so wholesome it's a bit mm. nerdy they're like this person from this station or like this yeah. little name or my literal child mm. yeah so mm-hmm. it's a relatively small dinosaur about 90 centimeters in length to 1.5 meters in length and oh, the tail is noteworthy because it is one of the longest ever relative to its body size to look at this it, type of dinosaur like the tail is noteworthy to look at yeah it is it it's is. just like oh look at that little delicate thing with this enormous tail that keeps going yeah it's three times the length as the rest of the body <laughs> combined mm. also a herbivore also early early cretaceous so it's cretaceous but one of the earlier ones um yeah i like it. it yeah me too next photo please <laughs> oh yeah this is my favorite I think. this one's fun it looks like a pokemon really um yeah. it looks like a stocky fellow you know like mm-hmm. four four mm-hmm. legs with toes that are more like i don't know like a hippo this is like it doesn't have bird claws yeah um it has it looks mm-hmm. like like it has armor like it's got it kind has of got armor horns and spikes mm-hmm. and like a funny triangular shaped head mm-hmm. and then a little beak this one's called minmi oh minmi yeah is that the whole name or is that just it's that's there'll be like locale mm. names but this yeah the species is called minmi oh right i love it 
Yeah. And she is a heavy bodied <laughs> quadrupedal herbivore mm-hmm. with belly armor. <laughs> Same. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's got armor like on her back and everything, but she's also got armor on her belly. Oh. Yeah. So, like, if she gets, you know, pushed mm. over, it's like, you can't stab me. <laughs> she's still protected. <laughs> yeah. Minmi. Minmi. Named after Minmi Crossing in Queensland. Lived in the early Cretaceous era and was about three meters long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the f- Minmi's energy, but it's like mm-hmm. like a wombat sort of energy, but doesn't actually look yes. like a wombat. Yeah, definitely wombat energy. Um, so the armor on the outside is bony armor, so it's like pieces of like bone, which is cool. Mm, it does look like that. Yeah, and it was discovered in 1964. Wow! So. Yeah, it was the first ankylosaur known from the Southern Hemisphere. And then in 1980, Ralph E. Molnar named it and described the, the species and put Min it on the map. Me. Yeah. So the meaning of Minmi, like the crossing itself is unknown, but it's it refers to a large lily in the local area and that's the Indigenous name for that lily. Oh, lovely. But it's a... Yeah, it's a language that's somewhat lost and so um, they don't know, like, the meaning behind it mm. other than – but then people also argue that it could be derived from Min Min. Oh, <laughs> and yes. I was like, well, <laughs> follows us everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Uh, more complete specimens were found in 1989 and 1996, so they found a few Min Mis, which is cute. Mm. They had, like, thin bony rods – along its spine mm. that may have been for muscle attachment. Oh. So that, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they think that the extra muscle power with this, like, with also, like, their slightly long legs for this type of dinosaur because mm. it is a boxy uh, wombat-type yeah. dinosaur, but they've got slightly longer legs, legs than, than a wombat. Some of the other yeah. Ones. yeah. They think that it meant that <laughs> Minmi may have been quite a speed demon. <gasps> oh, I love Minmi. Maybe yeah. it's the best one so far. Yeah, and they studied her gut and the gut contents uh, had seeds and ferns and other soft plant material. So they had like like a fossilised yes. gut. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, so Minmi's like, yeah, pretty, again, especially for Australian dinosaur standards, like pretty, pretty well constructed. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got a couple more. Let's mm-hmm. go. All right. This one <laughs> is quite funny. It looks like, I mean, it's probably a digital drawing, but it looks like the texture of a toy dinosaur. Yeah. Um, it's pretty chunky, but not as chunky as me and me. It's got the bird feet again, but like a stronger leg mm-hmm. looking thing. It's got a tail that is appropriate to the size of its body. It's got a neck that's long, but not too long. It's got kind of a long face and a beak with, with like a weird horn thing yeah. on it like uh-huh not mm-hmm. not as cool as a cassowary would you describe it as an upward bulging nasal muzzle yes <laughs> i mean i yes. might paraphrase it a little bit differently but <laughs> so yes this is the mudabarasaurus i know that word yeah, yeah. this is her um it. yeah so she is it's really funny on the website i pulled this from it says herbivorous food icon 
Mm. Um, I think they just mean it's a herbivore. <laughs> food icon. Herbivorous food icon. Mm-hmm. Also lived in early Cretaceous. About seven meters long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, medium, medium boy. Named after the town of Mataburra in central Queensland. Mm. Which you'd heard of Mataburra before? I, I, I knew that I knew the word Mataburrasaurus. Mm. Well, could I don't be. know. Is it one that we learnt about in school because I lived Maybe. in central Queensland? Yeah, I was about to say. And it's, it's really fun to say. It is actually quite a well-known dinosaur mm. in Australia. So was uh, discovered by a local grazier, Doug Langdon, mm-hmm. and was named obviously after Mataburra. Uh, lived about, yep, 100 million years ago, Cretaceous period, was a herbivore with rows of grinding teeth. Wow. Like like shark, but grindy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Specimens have been found in central and northern Queensland and a few teeth have been found in New South Wales, which is cool. Uh, They think they may have lived in herds because of how many they've found near each other. The skull is quite flat and has a weird like triangular cross section from so that it's got kind of a pointed snout. Mm-hmm. But then the snout is very enlarged and then it's got its upward bulging nasal muscle. Did they use that to like break something open or like what's it for? They think it may have been used to produce distinctive calls for display purposes. Oh. Yeah. So to show off. Fun. That's probably, yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, we don't know. (laughs) Well, especially Uh, because like lots of. If you think about like what birds do, a lot of things yeah. that are on birds are decorative. Yeah. Like and birds are tiny dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. And lizards as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. So they have reconstructed skeleton casts of the Mataburrasaurus in multiple museums around Australia, including the Queensland Museum, mm-hmm. which is maybe where you saw it. Maybe. The Flinders Discovery Centre and the National Dinosaur Museum. Some of which were sponsored by Kellogg's, which I couldn't find out why. <laughs> yeah, why not? I guess. So don't don't quote me on that one too much. But apparently that's the case. Yeah, so she's pretty well known. Next image. All right. Well, I this, like one, this one. It's a bit more cartoony, and it does. Yeah. It's, it's standing on one leg. Looks like it's doing a bit of a jig, maybe. Um, powerful calf, little bird feet, smaller little arms. Um, tail, which is just, you know, it's pointing up. It's not too big. And little skinny neck, cute little bird face. Every rendering I found of this dinosaur was camp AF. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like this it is really cute. all like scooting camp. Yeah. This is the Qantasaurus Intrepidus. Is it named after Qantas? Yes. Did they find it in Longreach at the Qantas? No, okay. which I thought as well. <laughs> Doesn't make sense because there are so many dinosaurs that they have found in that area. <laughs> this is not one of them. Anyway, it was described by Patricia Vickers-Rich and there her husband, she is again. Tom Rich. Yep. In 1999, um, and it was found in Inverloch. Mm-hmm. And they think it lived in Victoria. But they named it after Qantas. 
did Qantas sponsor them? Do they no. really like Qantas? Yeah. Okay. Patriots. I mm. don't know. Uh, but what's really interesting about this one is that during, uh, you know, the Gondana period, so Gondana land started to break apart. Gondwana. And I said it a land. Mm. I say, oh, I always do this, Gondwana, mm. not Gondana. Mm. Guys, I'm sorry. Like a gondola, not like Gwen. Oh, it's one of those things that I know intellectually, but you just, mm. I can't. It's fine. Yeah. Gondwana land mm-hmm. started breaking up during the Jurassic period, which was the period before all these dinosaurs existed. Um, And in this time where this dinosaur lived, Victoria was connected to Antarctica. And so they like have found, they think that this dinosaur probably lived across where the like creeks and waterbeds and stuff started to form when they started to split. Okay. Which is cool, but definitely more southern and so much more cold climate mm. Okay, as well. Yeah. And they believe that they probably existed since the Jurassic era because of this as well. They can't prove it, but they think that this might could be, be one of the – Yeah, it might be one of the ones that lived in Jurassic, which is cool. That is cool. Uh, they were probably quite a fast runner. They look well. like they've, – they've drawn as if they are. Strong mm-hmm. calf. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have one more dinosaur to look at Ooh. today. Okay. It's another lovely pencil drawing. Yes. That someone has signed with an unintelligible signature. Um, but it is another, well, it's a pretty stocky long boy with mm-hmm. a long tail, long mm-hmm. neck, and then the head is quite small. Um, but it's kind of got the texture of like a crocodile. Yeah, it's bumpy. I would say it looks like a same as a crocodile and like the bumps on the back and the texture. Yes. Well, this is Is it the... wearing a necklace? It looks like it's wearing a necklace. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Diamantinosaurus Matilde. Okay. There's some is it is it from the Diamantina Shire? Yes. It's named after someone called Matilda? No. No. What else? What else came from the Diamantina Shire with the name Matilda? Banjo Patterson's song. Oh, is he from there? That, While that song. Matilda. That song was I went to the pub where mm. it was supposedly written. Which ah. is the Yep, I stayed there. There you go. Um Yes, in Kyogle, which is just outside of Winton. Well, by just outside, it's like an hour and a half or two hours. Is there a Kyogle in Queensland? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because there's one in northern New South Wales. Yes. Yeah. Must be some last name or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few of those where they Mm. repeat. Um, But yeah, so Matilda is in reference to the Banjo-Patterson song, which Mm -hmm. was written and first performed in the Winton area. So the Waltzing Matilda, um, what is it called? The Waltzing Matilda Tribute or the Waltzing Matilda Centre is in Winton. So Dinosaurs and That is from that area. Interesting. As well as the Stockman Centre. Like, yeah, there's a few, like, intersections of big Australian Mm. icons in this one town. Um, and then, yeah, the Diamantina is yeah is the area. So, yeah. She's from the Middle Cretaceous, 
so mm-hmm. not quite as old as some of the other dinosaurs, and was found in the Eldersley Station near Winton in 2005. Yeah. Yep. The site was dubbed the Matilda site and was excavated by the Australian Age of Dinosaur Museum, um, which is in Winton, between 2006 and 2010. And the Diamantinosaurus was named in 2009. I want to go to the Dinosaur Centre. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. I only got to do part of it. It's this huge place where you could spend kind of like two days. Cool there but they part of the specimens that they thought were the wintono titan watsai and the ostrosaurus were actually oh. the diamantina it's the long they. necks really confuse yeah yeah so they, they, they find other bits i guess yeah so they've started to realize there's actually quite a few species of this type of dinosaur and there could be more as well mm. but sauropod is what this type of dinosaur is okay called. So, yeah, they found – so I've actually been to this part of this site and they – like where they've preserved it and they found that it intermingled with um, the, you know, dinosaur versions of crocodiles and turtles and lungfish and stuff like that, which is cool. So they've got, um, yeah, the mud, the mud, the mud fossils of where some of these – dinosaurs as well as the wintonatai have stepped and you can see like the belly marks of little baby crocodiles and like the scuttle marks of turtles which is cool that's very cool it is the second most complete cretaceous sauropod ever found in australia so that's pretty cool and they and the diamantinosaurus is somewhat rare compared to the other sauropods worldwide because of the way that its bones were intermingled with other species and stuff like that. Mm. They think that it was probably 2.5 to 3 metres tall and only 15 to 16 metres long, which for a sauropod is a smaller sauropod. Mm. Um, Yeah, but they think that like where they've placed it on the family tree and they think that it's probably the most advanced sauropod found in Australia, so one of the most recent dinosaurs. Like it's come from the other Mm. ones. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, they generally had small heads and delicate pencil-like teeth, giant nostrils, and then, yeah, broad shoulders with, like, slightly narrower (laughs) hips. Delicate pencil-like teeth. Yeah. That's so odd. What's delicate? Yeah. Pencil. That's how the Australian Nature Dinosaur Museum mm. has described them. But, like, yeah, they're very excited about this dinosaur, essentially. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one called Matilda and there's one called Alex, which is <laughs> cute. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and anatomically they're, like, nearly identical and so they've very much been able to go, oh, okay, mm. yes. We're right this time. Yeah. And Alex has part of his skull, which is mm. a big deal. So they know they've been able to, like, investigate the shape of its brain and it's the only sauropod skull known in Australia. Wow. Yeah. So they're this, this dinosaur is, exciting. like, 
a big deal. Mm. <laughs> they got very excited. Uh, yeah, I had to cut out a lot of the notes because it's just like excitingly this and this and this. <laughs> I was like, good for you. Well done. <laughs> yeah, so they're still studying mm. this dinosaur mm. as well as the um, a lot of the sauropods in particular are being studied in Winton at the moment, which is cool. And you can actually go and look at the labs where they're doing that. But, yeah. Those are the dinosaurs in Australia. We, Minmi is my favourite. Yeah, Minmi is my fave too. She mm. has a very distinct energy. Mm. Um, I also really like, I mean, I've got a soft spot for the Wintona Titan Watsai just because I love Winton. It's mm. a really cool place. Um, yeah. I like yeah, Minmi. Minmi is a Pokemon. Mm. Mum always tells me that, like, when I was in, like, preschool, um, because obviously we learned about dinosaurs and I loved them, my favourite was the Hypsilophodon. Mm. And I I was like, because I I remember liking the Hypsilophodon. I was like, maybe was I also just really proud of myself for being able to say Hypsilophodon? I mean, that would be fair. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) That's an achievement. A little lisp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dinosaurs. Minmi is easy to say. Yeah. Yeah. Go to go to Winton. Go to the Australian Age of Dinosaur Museum. It is one of the coolest things I have done in Australia. It's really cool, and it's just a bunch of lovely nerds. Mm, it sounds. Like, Let us it. tell you about our lovely nerd things. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Hopefully, yeah. one day I'll go. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll have to go again because mm. you know. All right. Well, we'll go. go. We'll go back. report back. Yeah. Yeah. So my sources are the. Natural History Museum, the Australian Museum, The Conversation, Wikipedia, SciNews.com, and the Australian Age of Dinosaur Museum. Love it. Great. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, next week we'll be back. We've got one more episode for the year because we're going to go on holiday. Yeah. We're going to take a month off of doing this for Christmas. So if you miss down. us, well, yes, mm. absolutely. We need to lie down, mm. um, as do you, I'm yeah. sure. If you miss us, re-listen to some of your favourite eppies and, like, let us know. Yeah, and let your ones. friends know. Let your families yeah. know. Um, if you want to leave you're... us a nice review um, on Apple Podcast, you can. You can also roast us as long as you give us five stars still. Absolutely, um, yeah. And if you're planning any long car trips and want to, you know, really inflict our our research onto your relatives or significant others or your friends, please do. It's the best advertising. Yeah, <laughs> pre-download it so you don't have to use your data while you're away. Um, yep, yep, especially if you're going to look for dinosaurs because there's no internet out there. <laughs> yeah, and I have not decided what my topic will be, so you can all consider it a Christmas surprise. Okay, I'll find a topic for next week. <laughs> Look, guys, we've had a big couple of weeks. Hey, it's been we a have. Lot. Maybe yeah, I'll maybe I'll here. try and find something festive. Yeah, I reckon mm. we can find a Christmas themed situation. Yeah, I'll Google. Yeah, I'll if you something. have a Christmas themed situation, send it through mm, ASAP. <laughs> all right, no, and your something. your reward will be a shout out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we can offer. <laughs> <That'll be good. laughs> 
Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Australianorama um, and that's where you can see the beautiful pictures of the dinosaurs and of Maddie pretending to feed a dinosaur. Um, It's truly magical. You can send us an email to australianorama at gmail.com. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.